Mahana from script to screen. Uh, you could barely see that on my uh, the little lower thirds. It's barely there, but it is me from script to screen. This is the script to screen spinoff. I'm not 100% sure how it's going to go, but we're going to go for it anyway. Um, uh, so with me is Jason. You're going to have to say your last name because I don't want to mess it up. Caceres, Jason Caceres. Caceres, there we go. <laughs> yes. Jason Caceres, who's been acting uh, professionally for about six years now. He's guest starred on a bunch of different shows um, and uh, commercials, and I believe he's done some stage work as well. So yes. without much further ado, I'm going to give you, Jason, the <laughs> center stage to kind of uh, <laughs> introduce yourself, talk to us a little bit about how you got to where you are today, and then we'll move the conversation forward um, as it naturally progresses, I guess. Awesome. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Jason Gassides. I'm an actor. I live in Los Angeles, California. How I got to where I got today, let's see. Oh, God, it's such a long journey. Um, well, I've been acting since, I want to say, third grade. Um, I remember because my teacher, Mrs. Valpuesta, thought I was really, really shy. So she reached out to my mom and was like, you should put him in acting classes. And the rest isn't is that, history. Isn't that, isn't that normally <laughs> how it happens? A teacher picks yeah. you out and you're like, you're the shy one. Come here. Get on stage. Go to acting classes. And then that's the one that takes off and turns it into a career. Um, Basically. And then after that, uh, I went to college for theater performance and graduated from Florida International Universities which a bachelor, with a Bachelor of Fine Arts and then moved to Los Angeles and then started cool. uh, pursuing so, this as a career. Okay, so the move to Los Angeles was six years ago. It was six years ago, yeah. I tried New okay. York first, to be honest. Oh, I okay. lived there for uh, three months. I was working in a summer camp just to see, try and see if I liked the city better than, uh, than Los Angeles. I could not handle it. I have, I'm very small framed, so public transportation was not uh, convenient <laughs> for me. I had elbows in my face constantly. Everybody in New oh, York no. smoked, so my skin was terrible, like acne breakouts all the time, because every street corner you pass, there's like smoke in your face. And then the, the cold oh, weather. Man. I just can't. I grew up in Miami, Florida, 80 degrees year round. So the closest yeah. thing is moving- Los Angeles. Moving to New York and dealing with the subway system was probably not the best transition. <laughs> oh, God, it was terrible. I, I took the subway once coming home from uh, from class, and I guess I missed my exit, and I got off in Brooklyn. And I was supposed to get off in Manhattan. Oh, like, no. How did this happen? It, I, I couldn't. It's too much. I mean, Godspeed to everyone who makes it happen in New York. If If you can make it there, you can truly make it anywhere. That saying is, there's a reason for it. <laughs> I guess so. Um, so then, so you you get to LA, and how how did you you know like what was the process of you getting these jobs and and getting you know like a cast for stuff? Take us kind of through it, the process. Okay. Well, luckily, I'm a, a little bit of a Type A personality, so I don't do I, anything okay. without. What does that research. mean? <laughs> I'm, psychotically organized um, okay and I, I don't make any big moves without researching calling friends uh emailing people like i need everything to be in its place uh before i make any sort of big change so back okay. in florida as i was going to school i was represented by an agency who luckily 
had a branch in Los Angeles. So when I moved out here, I just transferred to the Los Angeles branch. Um, It was very temporary because um, while they were big in Florida, they're not, they were relatively new in Los Angeles. So at least I had some sort of representation um, handling my auditions when I got here. Uh, But it was a very small boutique agency. And then um, I researched a few websites that post audition notices. So I signed up for all five of them, I believe there are now. Okay. Um, and just search. I still to this day log in every single day and search for auditions, even though I have agents and managers that do that for me as well. But um, again, this is it's a business just like any other one. And if you're not going to take charge of your own business and you're going to leave it in the hands of very capable people because they are they have licenses for these things. Um, you never know what slipped through your fingers. So I started auditioning every day started booking small projects and then a little bit bigger projects and then a little bit bigger until eventually I made it on television. Um, And now I primarily work, I do a lot of stage work um, and hold out for big TV parts. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, this is, and and I think this is kind of like the slight misconception of, you know, being an actor is that, you know, you get an agent and then you let them kind of do everything. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to hear that, you know, like to get this kind of like confirmation that no, 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 you know, like being anything in this industry means that you have to put in just as much work as your agents or anybody who represents you. Uh, And I'm sure your agents actually love the fact that you're a type A personality because it almost feels like they don't even have to track you anymore. It's like they know. Because sometimes they're like, okay, relax. You're doing fine. And I'm like, no, I need more work. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, just just chill. Um, But my current agent, when I first signed with her, um, and this will always stay with me, she said that um, agents take 10% of your paycheck because they do 10% of the work. They expect you to do 90%. Yeah, uh, exactly. Which means okay. keep like, up on your headshots. You know, show up, uh, you know, show exactly. up, do the thing, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to, go to acting classes, get your auditions coached, uh, go out and network, meet people, take uh, casting workshops, do everything you can to further your career because all they're doing is just trying to find you auditions. The rest is up to you. Exactly. So how often do you, do you, you know, like, do you do, uh, do you go to like acting workshops or acting classes? Is this like a constant for you or do you take time off or how, you know, how do you keep up with the acting thing? If you don't, let's say if you don't have any projects lined up or which God forbid well, never happens that you'd not have projects. Lined God, up. I hope not. But I mean, this <laughs> so, um, uh, volatile, you, yeah. you never know. You could work straight for five years and then not work for 10. You never know. Um, exactly. But I I tend to keep up with workshops uh, fairly consistently. And the actually in the past five years, I've taken close to 120 different casting director workshops. Um, wow! I try to stay in okay. class as much as possible, um, except of course when I'm performing in a play, I there's no time because I have rehearsals every night and then performances right. on the weekends. So which is what I'm doing currently. Uh, okay. But yeah, I've been to about four different acting studios out here. So I try to learn from everyone and incorporate into my technique. Now, do you prefer stage work to television or screen work or are you more of a (laughs) screen person? I love this question. 
I love this question because I, I grew and up I'm doing only, Okay, so here's the thing. So I'm, I'm, the only reason why I'm asking is because I've had experience doing both. <laughs> and so right. I have a preference. So I'm wondering if it's the same as yours. That's why. Um, I grew up doing theater. So I always love stage work. Um, it's much more liberating than television and film. And it's a lot bigger and you get to express yourself in ways that you can in film. Um, however, there's I always like a however. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat and stage does not pay that well. <laughs> so <laughs> TV is where it's at at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, that's the thing. Like for me, it's not about, it's not about the eating for me. It's about the, uh, the, um, you know, that being quick on your toes and I'm not someone who was ever able to like improvise or whatever if I was if I mess up a line or whatnot I'm such a perfectionist that I would just completely get pissed if I forgot a line on stage so like for me my two acting stints on the screen were so much easier to deal with because it's like okay so if I mess up I can you know there's always a take two it's yeah. cool. I didn't know you were yeah. an actor. That's cool. I did. I did it. I did. It. I don't do it as a. It's not a job or like a career path. But like I, I've done it in the past. Every once in a while, I enjoy it. I did it in high school as well. So oh, that's cool. a little trivia about me in an interview that's supposed to be about Jason. But <laughs> I like okay. to be inclusive. <laughs> um, okay, so you said that you've been in, you've done TV work and uh, all that stuff. So. Tell us about the projects that you've been involved with on TV. Okay. So that was was um, Criminal Minds your first stint? Criminal Minds was my first major union network gig. Um, Ooh, sounds before fancy. Before then, you have to you have to work your way up. I did a lot of um, small television shows on Investigation Discovery. Um, on were you like playing the victim? Were you like redramatizing murders and stuff? Yes, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I did was on Unusual Suspects, which was an investigation discovery reenactment show. Uh, no, <laughs> I lied. My first job ever was uh, America's Most Wanted, which was a reenactment show on Lifetime. Seriously, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I did that, then Unusual Suspects, then Murder Book, then Blood Relatives, all of these reenactment shows, which are non union television shows. Um, and you work your way up, building your mm -hmm. resume, your reel. And then finally, I booked a guest spot on Criminal Minds, which is on CBS, which is a huge right. network union show. Um, yeah. uh, and then started booking other TV work from that, which thankfully. That's that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was what was it like being on Criminal Minds? Because I'm like, I'm a huge fan of the show. I own basically like six or seven seasons on DVD. Oh, so like, uh, yeah, 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 I'm a huge Criminal Minds fan. I haven't caught up the last two seasons I haven't watched, but like, um, I'm a big Criminal Minds fan. So what was, what was the process like working on that? I'm curious. Um, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was my first experience working on a show like that. Um, so that stuff's dark, you know, like it, it is. Yeah. And I played a, a kidnap victim who was fed dog food for two years and had to defend my brother from being murdered. Um, it was very dark. Exciting. <laughs> uh, and most of it is night shoots because it is so dark. So yeah. I shot six days straight um, at the studio in Studio City and then also at uh, this forest, the Angeles National Forest, I believe. Okay. Up north in like Burbank. <laughs> 
it was long. It was long. It was grueling at some points, but so much fun. Um, and the cast was so inclusive and very nice and so helpful. And so was the crew. Uh, it was honestly one of the best experiences I've still had to this day uh, working on television. I bet. Okay, so then what came after uh, Criminal Minds? So after Criminal Minds, um, I did a few more stage plays in between. And then I booked okay. uh, a small role on American Animals, which they flew me out to North Carolina for. Um, it's the, okay. the Evan Peters, Blake Jenner movie that came out. Uh, Wait, you were in that? Yeah. Unfortunately, my part got cut out. Oh, no. In, like, which is something that, that people like don't. One of my favorite movies of 2018 up until. Like, uh, I know. I like It's such a good movie. Oh, it's man. So good. So good. Which is something that people don't talk about um, in Hollywood. You can book yeah, something. Yeah, your parts get cut And cut be out. cut out. Um, and this happens to everyone. I did a play with um, I did a play with Brenda Strong from Desperate Housewives. Uh, yeah, and we yeah. all were uh, talking after rehearsal one day, and this very subject came up. And she was like, "Don't feel bad. Two years ago, I was in a movie with Nicole Kidman, and they cut me out. So if they cut Brenda Strong out of a movie, I don't feel Whoa. bad." Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it can Do happen. You still, I mean. What so okay, so what's that process like? Do you like do you still get paid? Are you you're not even yes. credited, obviously? Yeah, you're not credited, you still get paid, but you don't make residuals, which is when uh, um, okay, so you, like get you don't get royalties, yeah, 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 you don't get exactly. the royalty things, okay, residuals, yeah, okay, that's so weird because that movie was so good, yeah. But I got a free so what, trip to North Carolina was, out of it, they put me up in a hotel room, I still got paid. That's um, awesome. What was your yeah. role? Were you like one of the college su- like a student at the university? I played one of uh one of his pledge brothers. Um oh, when he was pledging okay. fraternity. Uh Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I had um a few lines about how I got hazed and bullied. Um it was really funny. I'm sad I didn't make it to the final cut, but So your scene happen. was with Evan Peters then? No, with uh Barry insert Okay, his okay, last okay. Cuz I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's fine. I got it. <laughs> um, okay, so then you you get cut out of American Animals, and then <laughs> and then what happens? I fly back to Los Angeles, audition for a bunch of other stuff, and then book um, Insatiable that shoots out in Georgia. Uh, on so Netflix, I fly right. back out to the East Coast. Uh, yes, on Netflix okay. to shoot an episode of Insatiable on Netflix, uh, which was a lot of fun. So much that fun. That scene looks like it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, what people don't know is that it was in February in Georgia, which is freezing. Um, oh, and no. I don't know if you're familiar with the scene, um, but I'm not wearing a lot of clothes. <laughs> right. It was so cold. It was freezing, but everyone was super nice. Dallas Roberts is amazing. He's I mean, hilarious in that. Honestly, honestly, I didn't. I haven't seen Insatiable. Everybody's been telling me to watch it, but like I haven't seen it. The only place I saw the scene was in your reel, and it. I mean, oh, the cool. scene looked hilarious. So um, you have to watch it. That show is crazy. It's insane. Yeah, but like it, it was, uh, it was getting a lot of controversy, was it not? Like there, it was like all over the news because of the subject well, matter. Here's the thing: people were judging the trailer before they watched okay. the show. Um, okay, um, and you can't do that because I mean the trailer's meant to garner attention, which it did very well. Oh um, yeah, hugely. 
but the show is not at all what was portrayed in that. Uh, all right, that, so I'll I'll put it on my list. I'll check it out. Yeah, um, you'll, you'll love it. It's so good. And and you're also on a Facebook original, correct? Yes, I'm recurring on a Facebook's first scripted TV show ever called Turned. Um, okay, which is kind of like it reminds me a lot of Degrassi. If anybody watched that oh, okay. growing up, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a coming of age high school uh, story that follows uh, six or seven individuals. Um, okay, I play a minor character. I recur in four episodes, uh, and it's, okay. it was a blast to film. And all, most of the actors are social media stars, um, like Haley oh, Haley Lautenbach okay, okay. is a Instagram model. Um, Madison is an Instagram. There's yeah. Okay, so there are a lot of like social media. So like this is it's it's like. Are you nervous about that? Because it almost feels like now people who aren't necessarily aiming to be actors are almost taking on roles and becoming more like. It almost looks like they're bringing them on because of let's say how many followers they have or how much they can help push the show forward instead of necessarily. Not not to say that they're not talented, but does that make um, you? Is that is that kind of like a worry that this is where it's kind of heading? It kind of. <laughs> that's happened from like the beginning of of media. I mean, we've yeah, always true. cast supermodels as actors. I'm hoping True. that it'll sell. But the reason they started using social media stars is because um, nobody watches television anymore. And what paid for television were commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And now since everyone's streaming everything, the only way to guarantee that people will watch what you're, what you're producing is to hire people with huge followings who will watch them in whatever they act in. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how the landscape is completely changing now. Uh, it's, 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 it's crazy. Um, so let's kind of look at where you're headed in the future. So you've got projects lined up. We were kind of talking before we started this, you've got a bunch of stuff lined up as far as, um, but in, in interesting roles, cause you're not necessarily acting in these, right? Not all of them anyway. No, not all of them. Um, yeah. I'm well, in a few of them, I am. I just finished uh, my first series regular role, which means I'm one of the leads in every episode of uh, this new show called Boy Culture. Thank you. Um, which is a remake of the 2006 movie of the same name, Boy Culture, which was a huge uh, cult classic. Okay. Um, at least in the LGBT community. Then um, I'm currently acting in a play called Baby Eyes, which is about racism and homophobia in the 1950s. Um, okay. And I just signed on to act in a feature called The Amazing Nurse George, which starts shooting in November. But aside awesome. from that, I'm venturing into producing for the first time. Hey, look at that. Actor becomes producer. <laughs> I know. It's a cliche as old as time. Um, but yeah, I, I want to try my hat on as a producer. So I signed on to help executive produce this pilot called Drew Maddox for Deku, which is another streaming site. Um, and they've okay. expressed interest. We've already shot it. Um, it's in editing now. Um, I am also okay. acting in it, though. Oh, OK. Uh, all right. All right. We've got some great names like Ben Bowers in it, Matthew Ludwinski, uh, myself. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. So what was what was really that experience funny. like? What was that experience like being a, a producer? You know, was it an easy transition for you to kind of start wearing that hat or 
Was it not so much? Uh, it was somewhat easy. Um, I mean, as, as an actor, you are familiar with most of the things that go on backstage because there's so much, uh, waiting around time. So you can't help, uh-huh. but you're either on your phone or you pay attention to what's going on around you and try to learn. Right. Um, I'm the latter. So <laughs> I kind of had some experience, uh, with the whole production aspect. And I mean, when I was in college, I produced a web series, which is what um, gave me my SAG card, my union membership. So I had some member, some experience doing that. Uh, but it was, I guess it was an easy transition. And my co-producers were close friends. Um, one of them is a casting director that works with like Disney Channel and stuff. So he had wow, a lot of awesome. experience and pull. Uh yeah, and the fact that I was acting in it as well kind of helped focus certain aspects while I was producing because I'd be like, I can't focus on this because I'm acting right now. And then if I wasn't acting, I could be behind the camera watching what was happening. Well, good. I mean, that sounds like it was a it sounds like it was a rewarding experience. It was. It was a lot of fun. I'm I'm excited to see the final product. <laughs> Yeah, as we normally always are, right? Um, always like, uh, you know, on the edge of our seat waiting to see what what all of the effort that we put in ends up like after it's like in the editing room. So Exactly. And we hope it turns um, out the way we envisioned it in our head, which, which never happens. Exactly. <laughs> never as close happens. to it as possible would be great. Um, so as, aside from that, where, where do you want to see yourself? And let's say like, and I hate, I know this question sounds like cliche, but where do you see yourself? And let's say like the next five years, uh, I'm not going to say 10 because 10 is like a decade. Five years is a little more. (laughs) Who knows what will happen in a decade? Uh, five years. I would love to be on a network television show, um, as As a a series series regular. regular. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then working on small indie features on hiatus, either producing or acting. Um, they don't have to be like huge blockbuster films, but just staying busy, working on my craft, being active. Stuff Good. like that. Um, are there any particular roles that you haven't played yet that you would be interested in playing? Yes. Um, so I play a lot of like naive high school students. Um, it's interesting because I either play naive high school student or, or drop dead gorgeous god that sounds terrible that sounds so egotistical but like slightly narcissistic no, I'm just, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> so either super innocent or super um slutty slutty yeah okay sure um, that. um i would love to play someone who's mentally unstable in Oh, mentally unstable. Like, oh, okay. Like psychotic, uh, murderous tendencies, something real dark. CBS, uh, any recurring role on Criminal Minds would be great. He's <laughs> now been saved and Not now turned psycho. <laughs> Not as the victim. I would love to play, because there's so much more range when you play with someone like that. Um, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, and it's not something that I've been trusted with yet, just because either because my face looks like I'm too nice or maybe I'm too young to play a role like that. Um, I mean, if you remember once, 
if you remember once, I asked you this question very specifically on social, on Instagram. And I was like, are you afraid of being typecast? And your response to that at the time was, no, I just want to make sure I keep getting jobs. <laughs> so. Yeah, which is still true. It's still very true. I will play the innocent high schooler until I look 40. And I will play the slutty whatever insert noun here until... I'm not perceived as that anymore for the rest of my life. And as long as it, as long as I'm working, um, but, but <laughs> I would like to expand my range. I mean, that, I mean, that sounds like, that sounds like something that could work out. Like it doesn't sound like it's such a far-fetched thing anyway. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure if you stick to what you're doing, eventually you'll get, you'll get that role that you, that you want. Um, or I'm going to ask write you, it for myself and produce it or, or that. Yeah. Welcome to 2018 where you, you know, forget the studio system. I'll just do it myself. Exactly. Um, so two more questions before we uh, wrap this up. Cause I know you have an audition, right? That you need to head to. I do. I have an audition at, uh, 1125, I believe. All right. So I won't keep you for too much longer. Um, the first one is, uh, your favorite film that you've seen it in the past year? Oh, Lord. My favorite film I've seen in the... Oh, uh, Blockers. Oh, Blockers okay. was hysterical. And I'm so glad that we have a, a liberated female teen coming-of-age story that is just as raunchy as American Pie was um, and just as unapologetic as the as all of those movies have been for boys before. Um, because it's a, it's about time. It's 2018. It's about time that we cool. stopped stigmatizing female sexuality because women are human beings as well. And they also have these needs and emotions and drives. They're just, I mean, it, that movie was spectacular and so funny. So funny. Cool. Yeah. Have um, you seen it yet? And- no, um, no, I haven't. I don't even know if it was released in Lebanon, to be honest. So I don't, I don't know. Oh god! Um, but I'll have to, so I'll have funny. to check it. I'll definitely have to check it out. Um, an actor, a male actor, and a female actor that you would love to work with. Uh, I always say Johnny Depp for male actor because he's so transformational. Um, yep, he's really inspiring. The way he just like he embodies these roles and literally changes every aspect of himself to become these different vast characters um it's really really impressive i literally cannot wait for the second fantastic beasts he looks like he's done a marvelous job in that yeah he's great he's such a great character actor and it's it's something i aspire to be obviously um and then i would love to work with him female actor huh this one's always harder uh, I don't know. The first, the first. I mean, you've already worked with Brenda Strong, so like. I know it's all downhill after Brenda. She's amazing. She's such a force. Uh, so talented and so giving as an actress as well. Um, but aside, I guess Felicity Huffman comes to mind. Ooh, nice. She's she's another desperate housewife actress. Yeah, I'm. I loved Desperate Housewives. I like binged Clearly. the entire thing. <laughs> Clearly, um, so I'm just gonna make my way through all the housewives. That's, okay, uh, that's what Fair I want. Enough. I want to work Fair with enough. each and every one of them. Um, but no, yeah, Felicity Huffman would be 
amazing to work with because she's so talented. And then my final question is, what piece of advice would you give to any young aspiring, I'm just going to say um, independent artist. Uh, I'm not going to necessarily say actor or whatever. Just going to say artist or filmmaker, let's say. Learn to budget. <laughs> <laughs> Learn to save your money. Um, that is a this, great piece of advice. Yeah, this job is unpredictable. And it's either, um, they say out here, it's either feast or famine. Because when you're working, oh, nice. it's great and the money's great and you spend it left and right. And then all of a sudden you don't have a job and where did the money go? And now you're stressed again. And the one thing that does not work with any artistic career is um, financial stress because then you're not worried about your art. Like you're not focused on your art. You're worried about Amen. what you're going to eat. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, most importantly, either find like a good, flexible, consistent day job or learn to save your money because this career is long, it's hard, it's not consistent. Sometimes you you don't have work for a very long time. Um, and but it's the best thing ever. <laughs> exactly. And if it's something you really want to do, stick with it. It'll it'll happen. It has to break at some point, especially if it's what you love doing and you perfect your craft and you're constantly working and making yourself better. It's going to happen. Thank you for that, Jason. That's uh, some awesome, awesome, awesome piece of advice. So if people want to follow you on social media, uh, specifically Instagram, because that's the one thing I actually promote all the time, because that's the one I mostly use. So um, uh, if people want to follow you on, on Instagram, they can follow you. What's your handle? So it's Jason S. Caceres, um, which is uh -huh. Jason, J-A-S-O-N, the letter S. Then my last name is C-A-C-E-R-E-S. Um, and it's all just one stuck word. Stuck together. All stuck <laughs> awesome. together. No spaces, no dashes, just Jason S. Caceres. Awesome. And if you want to follow me on my Instagram, it's Alan Mahana. And uh, make sure you uh, subscribe, like, and comment on our podcast. This episode will be part of our podcast list uh, so people can listen to it um, whenever you want or you can come back here and watch it again and again and again um, <laughs> make sure you tune back again next week so with entertaining. <laughs> you are so entertaining uh, make sure you guys turn a uh, tune back in next week um, next week it'll be earlier uh, but I will be um, talking to uh, an awesome Hollywood networker from LA as well um so it'll be an interesting conversation oh, jason again i want to say a big thank you i want to tell you to uh break a leg at your audition and break a leg with your new show awesome thank you so much thanks for having me all right guys we'll see you then bye I'm Alan. And I am Hat Solo. And together we can rule the galaxy. <laughs> uh, that might take too much time. Let's talk about films and TV instead. That makes sense. Join us at 3 p.m. every Friday for Script to Screen Spotlight and Saturday for the Script to Screen News Hour. We'll be discussing all the latest news from the film and TV industry. And we'll also enchant you with some of the greatest songs and soundtracks out there. Script to Screen, only on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM, made to be heard.